0: anyway all right let's yeah. make this episode let's do let's this do it oh yes but yeah anytime there's a movie coming out or whatever that you're super excited for like i mean obviously scream we're gonna do scream and we gotta totally. do those commentary i love commentaries too. Yes. yeah but like i was thinking about that because uh, uh with that in particular and you know i can probably just bring this up in the episode so i'll just bring us in and we'll do this yeah yeah, yeah. okay yeah. this is matt hurt at obsessive viewer on twitter this is Mike White at I am Mike White on Twitter and this is obsessiveviewer.com's the obsessive viewer podcast. Hello, and welcome to the Obsessive Viewer, where a movie and TV podcast that covers a specific topic, could be a genre, trope, movie, or show each episode. You can find more of our work at ObsessiveViewer.com and more podcasts presented by Obsessive Viewer at ObsessiveViewer.com slash podcasts. And if you'd like to support what we do here, you can become a patron at Patreon.com slash Obsessive Viewer, where we have several different uh, tier levels for that content there. So if you pay $1 per month, you get access to At this point, just uh, over 150 uh, exclusive B-roll episodes. It's mostly us just kind of farting around, but also covering some topics and everything. And at the $2 per month level, you get access to that plus tv and book reaction episodes and um yeah so i did i've been doing episodes of chapel Weight reviews um i did a full series on midnight mass midnight mass midnight mass and um and then i'm currently <laughs> doing foundation and i'm going to be doing invasion soon on apple tv plus so there's a lot of stuff there and uh, i'm also working on a book reaction review of the green mile um which I'm recording in parts, and I'm super excited about about that and everything. And then at the $5 level, you get access to all of that, plus, um, uh, plus commentary tracks, which we have like 17. We have like a total of like 22 commentary tracks up there. Um, and, uh, and yeah, I'm just going to keep yeah. punching them through. It's
1: awesome. And at the $1 level, by the way, at the Mm -hmm. beginning of this episode, we recorded a fun uh, podcast where uh, we got to come up with a game where like how long it takes us to mention our freshman year of college. Uh, And we reminisced (laughs) on music a little bit. Uh, I talked a little about Andrew McMahon and his Mm -hmm. his new book. So Check that out if you're interested in more of Matt and I just rambling. Absolutely. And then at the $5 level, Mm -hmm. uh, I did an episode of the Halloween 2018. And if you want to get in beforehand, Matt and I are going to do the Scream franchise uh, before Scream parenthetical five right. uh, is released in january <laughs> so those are going to be really fun mm. i love recording those uh I and if you like those wait. movies and, oh, and yeah. following along be sure to subscribe
0: yes absolutely and also at the ten dollar level to speak about the one dollar level thing ten dollar level gets access to everything plus early access to content and unreleased content as well so ten dollar level like this this episode is going up next week um the ten dollar level has had access to this episode and the pre-recorded um the the Patreon stuff as well all in one big file for a week now. So, you know, consider that as well all the funds go to paying the fees to keep the podcast running and a little bit toward paying my rent uh, sometimes. But <laughs> <laughs> but it's a labor of love and I'm super excited to share all of this content with you. And again, that's at patreoncom viewer. I'm your host, the aforementioned Matt Hurt, and with me today I have not updated my notes here. Um with me today is <laughs>
1: is tiny.
0: <is>, yeah. <laughs> you you haven't even like edited dear. Your... Right. I this this <laughs> is from episode 354. It's like with me today making her first appearance on the Obsessed Viewer is the uh, uh is one of the hosts... beautiful, of lovely and talented right. Mike White. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, it's uh, me. Yeah, so we have here a Mike White in the In he has entered the chat. Um, Mike, uh, Uh, who is one of the OG co hosts of Obsessive Viewer, uh, making his triumphant return and everything. That's right. Uh, That's right.
1: How are you doing this evening, Mr. White? I'm good. Uh, It's Wednesday my dudes Mm -hmm. uh feeling good i've been excited about this episode we're going Mm -hmm. to see dune tomorrow which i we put off seeing Mm -hmm. uh like during shocktober
0: Ah, uh i was wondering so Hmm. it
1: it, hit my mind is fresh for this episode it's been nothing but shocktober uh (laughs) since the last time i was on so i'm excited to uh I'm excited to break down Shocktober. Sweet.
0: I do have a couple of things that I want to bring up beforehand. One of which is, just out of curiosity, where are you at in your like you're going to see it tomorrow and not I'm not I mean I thought it was it was good but um I'm not trying to butter you up or anything but like where are you at with Dune like are you excited to see it is it something that's like oh I'm going to see it for the you know end of year Yeah
1: well I'll say I'm more a fan of Denis Villeneuve than I am of like the Dune property Sure have you read anything any of it? like that No I okay. haven't I haven't read the books I did not see the original movie mm-hmm. um it it uh, this might come as a surprise but it's not something that has interested me really that is uh, interesting i know despite yeah. it being super high concept sci-fi mm. with fantasy elements i mean it looks like a higher brow star wars and yeah.
0: That's that's kind of where I was leading into because Right. Yeah. Yeah, because well cuz I've seen articles Well, we don't like to
1: talk about Star Wars no, on no, this no, podcast no. Yeah. anymore.
0: <laughs> Finally. But um, Yeah. It only so took no... an a JJ J. Abrams to to yeah, right. break the spell. <laughs> yeah. Um but no, I had read articles about or I saw like one article where um, it was like the standard, like anytime there's like a big sci-fi property or it's a success or anything or a hybrid of, of genre and everything, there was an article that was like, um, does this, does Dune success mean that the dark tower can be properly adapted now? And oh I'm my like, gosh, you guys. Yeah. And, and like, as someone who like, I, I would say I'm in like the top, like 1% of people who would like kill to have a good dark tower movie or sure. adaptation. Yeah but also i'm like you guys are deluding yourselves with this because it, it, like okay just because something is science fiction and has like a desert uh template and everything that does not mean that like that does not mean that the world is ready for the dark tower or that right. or that it should be just rushed into production but the thing that i the thing that kind of uh i don't know I, what's the got in my craw about that was that they were like, well, this means that it could be good. It could be ready for the world could be ready for the dark tower. And I'm like, I mean, n- no, like just think about what Dune is. And <laughs> like, Dune, yeah, yeah. Dune is, and it's easy to say this in hindsight and everything, but like, I feel like Dune was pretty much predestined to be at least a, a pandemic success because, it's, I mean, if you look at it, it is a it is a uh, science fiction movie with fantasy elements set on a desert planet that the source material heavily influenced George Lucas to make Star Wars. It was one of his influences and in everything. There are elements of Dune. I mean, Dune is basically, basically uses the same like Joseph Campbell hero's journey kind of thing as right. Star Wars. I'm like that's why it's a, it's a success it's not an anomaly that oh this this property is a success now it's like it's because the thing that it influenced was a massive success too and i don't know i just feel like people people thinking that oh the dark tower is ready i'm like it's it's not gonna happen yeah, it, yeah it's it's not don't get well, your hopes up and guys. it's
1: just so highly highly unrealistic that they would try to reboot it five years after the one failed yeah, well that's
0: I would I would say I would agree, but they already tried. <laughs> oh, the the series? Yeah, the series on Amazon Prime. Um, yeah, which I think that was only because Jeff Bezos was like, "I'm gonna make a I'm gonna make a Lord of the Rings thing. I'm gonna make a fantasy epic on on right. Amazon Prime. So I'm gonna buy up Lord of the Rings, Wheel of Time, and The Dark Tower. And The Dark Tower just did not they did not order it to series.
1: <laughs> yeah that sucks sorry man
0: that's fine i've got the books it's fine it's not uh
1: but anyway yeah i'm really i i feel like maybe i'm not as excited as i should be about this and you know what i have a feeling when it's over tomorrow i'll be Mm -hmm. singing a different tune interesting um so i'm looking forward to that but you know for a couple years i was like considering uh calling denny villeneuve like my favorite director because he put out prisoners Mm -hmm. which is one of my favorite movies the last decade arrival which is not one of my favorite movies the last decade i also loved enemy Mm -hmm. uh blade runner was in my top 10 the year it came out it was my Um, number one that year yeah i remember that yeah uh but i'm i'm ready for him to go like back to earth today you know what <laughs> yeah. i mean I, like I, I, he makes great sci-fi work mm-hmm. and and i liked blade runner a lot and yeah. i love arrival mm-hmm. um but man i i think he could make another thriller oh or, or drama and i'm looking forward to that
0: what do you think of sicario it wasn't for
1: me okay me it wasn't for honestly me, me yeah
0: yeah but what's funny about that or about you saying that he needed you want him to go back is that I read this on, like, the IMDb trivia or something for for Dune, but so I don't have, like, a hard citation for it, but, like, apparently he had said that, like, oh, I made, like, he he is considered Dune to be his passion project. Like, that is the thing that he's wanted to make for his entire career. Oh, wow. Okay. Because he is so, he loves the source material so much. It's something that's been so pivotal to him. So, like... There's like a, I don't know if there's a direct quote, but apparently he has said that like, yeah. And so I kind of, I kind of made a rival in Blade Runner 2049 as kind of like, kind of cutting my teeth in science fiction. Here's so my, like, Here's and, my
1: pitch. Yeah. My here's my proof of
0: concept for Dune. And I'm like, so you made two of the best science fiction films of the last, of the last decade. <laughs> decade. One of which being a sequel to one of the most celebrated science fiction movies of the last three
1: decades all just, just as to practice say, hey, for dune <laughs> give me dune yeah. wow i'm
0: like i i don't use this i don't use this um expression a lot but the the as as the internet say the big dick energy of that is like off the charts
1: <laughs> yeah
0: it is so yeah so it is
1: and <laughs> but i will say and and I know I'm just a fan, mm-hmm. and I have a bias toward it. I still think Prisoners is his best work. I need um, to rewatch
0: Prisoners and, and I, Arrival. I,
1: I always find that like characters are my favorite part of a movie. Like when a character is is rich and complex. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not to say that the characters in Arrival and Blade Runner are not right. complex, but the the depth you get to see in so many different characters oh, in Prisoners. Yeah. Um, that's really a work of art to me. Absolutely. It's, it's weird. I, you know, I, uh, again, Arrival also moves me incredibly. Yeah. and Blade Runner is also fantastic, but I just think Prisoners is so special nice. in a way that, uh, uh, you know, there's a quality to it. I can't exactly put my finger on that mm-hmm. just moves me in a different way.
0: Nice. Yeah. I, I need to revisit that and Arrival, um, because those are two that I haven't seen in recent years. But like, I mean, just the talent on display is amazing, but I'm very curious what you think of Dune. And, uh, just to say, I do have, um, let's see a parking lot special on Patreon. I'll, I can send to you. <laughs> um, and yeah. I have a written review that I'm not proud of. Cause I, I feel like I, I don't know. I was still processing the movie. And then also we did an episode last week about it. So just saying, if you want to check those out and everything, and, uh, <laughs> I'm going to try. I, I'm very much going to try to do a commentary track for it. So, Good to know. Yeah.
1: So, yeah. Well, I can certainly promise you this. You will be the first person I text. Nice. Uh, but all the other stuff, uh, we'll see.
0: Sure. Okay. Well, yeah. <laughs> I'll send you the Google Drive links and everything and then yeah, right, exactly. you about it. <laughs> um, yeah. And then the second thing I wanted to bring up, and then we can get into our uh, Shocktober Potpourri. <clears throat>
1: mm, 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 mm. By the way, there are some people who call this some people there's like three people <laughs> who've called this uh international thank you jade day oh really yeah yeah well, congratulations um, thank you so much well it's november 3rd mm-hmm. uh and we had a song called november 3rd oh okay and so they don't know if i ever heard that, heard that song it's not great Did I? oh it's okay. okay i don't mean to uh, uh, um Gosh, I'm gonna sound—I sound like a real a-hole here. It's—it's uh, <laughs> it's one of the few songs from our first album that was not written by Dustin or by oh, me.
0: Oh, interesting. Uh,
1: and so I think you can tell.
0: Gotcha. But anyway, okay. anyway, November
1: third, <laughs> it was—it was a popular song for two years. Nice. Uh, anyway, so go when ahead. You what were, were you? When what you were, were you saying?
0: Dating around in high school.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs>
0: check out patreon guys um, yeah <laughs> uh, but the second thing i was going to bring up and i feel like we would be remiss if we didn't talk about this and i don't have it queued up or anything but the trailer for scream yeah let's talk about where we're at with oh. scream 2022 and just <clears throat> yeah because I, I went to the theater i saw antlers in the theater and then i also saw last night in soho in the theater. Both times nice. I saw the trailer for Scream on the big screen, and I was just like, okay. "Every time, every time I think about Scream, every time I think about this movie, I'm just like, I'm just amazed that like, especially for like me and you, like there is going to be a Scream movie in theaters within <laughs> within the timeline of our friendship." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, and with it, well, no, yeah, because yeah, we were friends when yeah, Scream we were 4. friends
1: with four, yeah, in
0: the timeline of. In the podcast timeline of us yeah um, gotcha. so yeah uh yeah yeah we're gonna have yeah. a lot to talk about oh yeah yeah <laughs> I was say, yeah i didn't consider you a friend until 2012 um <laughs> <laughs> not not the case i promise yeah we but, didn't really uh yeah. connect until right. then <laughs> uh but yeah but that scream trailer uh how do you feel about it have you watched it a lot or I are you have. avoiding
1: i i don't know why i chose to watch it um i didn't watch the halloween trailer at mm-hmm. all when that came out um but i just decided to like in fact i just watched it on youtube the day it dropped while i was mm-hmm. at work uh but then i did get to see it again before antlers nice And i think it looks it looks like so much fun it's mm-hmm. interesting i i really liked four Me too. um quite a bit and i and i still do and i revisited I- it recently yeah. and it still holds up pretty well. I,
0: I think it also is is kind of a rare movie for me where it kind of improves over time like revisiting it. Oh really? It, like I, Interesting. Yeah. Like I'm like, "Oh yeah, it's Scream 4, oh. you know, they're doing the whole the whole reboot thing and everything and they're being meta about that." But then like when I see it again, I'm like, "This is actually like when you get past the maybe not gimmick of that, but when you get past the the stylistic choice of that and how it can be kind of a gimmicky thing, yeah like I'm actually kind of really on board with it, like it's yeah, I don't know, I would rank it above yeah. three for sure,
1: <laughs> oh absolutely yeah. yeah and and I know you love two, but for mm-hmm. me, it rivals two at least, nice. um, so I like four a lot, and I remember i mean, I'm mostly excited for for screen twenty two mm-hmm. um, but I will I like say that. there is part of me that's like. What what are what are they saying this time? Yeah, you know wh- how is this one going to set it apart? And I'll talk about what I liked about the trailer in just a second because mm-hmm. there's plenty to like. And oh, I'm yeah. extremely excited. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will say the trailer didn't do much for me in terms of like explaining why this one exists yeah. in a world where four exists. Right? Does that make sense? Like, if there were no four, yeah, I would be at a fever pitch oh yeah oh yeah right the idea that this is happening again like rather than like a reboot we're Mm -hmm. now getting like the legacy sequel idea you know they're using the same name um it it almost would fit better now if there were no 11 yeah 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 screen four so i'm just curious to see I don't think the trailer explained to me enough why this one exists. Right.
0: And I feel like they have said that the trailer is an in, is intentionally misleading. So it's not giving away hardly anything that it seems yeah. to be
1: giving away. I hope that that's true. I, but... I hope
0: so too, because like I've noticed things in the trailer that I, because I've, i <laughs> like you, I was at, like I was adamant that I was like, I'm not going to watch the trailer. I'm just not going to yeah. watch it. I'm going to avoid yeah. it as much as much as possible. And then I woke up that day. I think it was like a Sunday or something, and I knew it was going to be released on online and everything. And I was just like, you know, it's fine. I'm not. I'm not going to watch it. Yeah, why not? Three minutes. Literally three minutes. I clicked the link and I was like, oh, okay, I've, I've waited long enough.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: But I was yeah. like, I'm only going to see it one time. And then now I've seen it three times because of the trailers
1: in the, in the well, theater. Well, I'm going to try not to dissect it like I did yeah. with Scream, the Scream 4 trailer okay. back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, all that said, I, I think the cast looks interesting. Mm-hmm. Um. It, it looks the the color grading and tone mm-hmm. looks similar to four it really right? does it, yeah it, it, it's polished mm-hmm. um it doesn't look as like greasy as four did you know what i mean it had that like shine to sure, it some yeah. scenes right mm-hmm. it doesn't so much have that um but man when you see sydney and she turns around yeah you know, at the beginning and she's on the phone and your, your heart just is a flutter all over again.
0: Yep. Oh yeah.
1: Um, I think, you know, aging David Arquette or at least Mm -hmm. not making him look younger. Yeah. He looks fantastic. Like I like that they're aged. I Mm -hmm. like that they look older now. Um, And that there's, there really is a sense. I don't know. It's so hard. Again, I love four, but par- mm-hmm. like seeing it, part of me wished like there wasn't a four I- and that we were seeing these characters yeah. for the first time in 20 years.
0: Yeah, man. When you put it like that, I, I can't imagine how just freaking amazing that would be. Um, right, yeah, right. Isn't yeah. that a
1: weird? That's a weird stance to have. I, oh, don- yeah. I don't want less of a thing that I love. Right. Especially if I like almost all of it. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. I don't love 3, but right. You know, I like 4 a lot, a lot, mm-hmm. a lot. But but there's a gravitas I think. There's an element taking a aw- taken away from screen 22. Mm-hmm. That it that is odd to me. Sure.
0: The thing that I kind of found myself really being uh like I I had this reaction to it. Like I I have faith that it's going to be a good movie. I'm going to go into it optimistically and everything. Something about the trailer that I find really interesting is the just complete lack of any movie references, any meta anything. Like, yeah, that's at all. a good point, yeah. right? And so like there are little like visual things, but there are like internal visual things. Like it's like you see a certain a certain set from, you know, you you see yeah. a house and it's like oh okay um but it's not like they're not riffing on horror movies or anything so i'm right it almost
1: it makes you wonder if Mm -hmm. part of the idea of this reboot is a tonal reboot that and man is that that kind yeah which i would welcome i
0: i would I, i would be i would be i would be a little bit nervous about that but only because you know it's so but then again like I feel like they just, I feel like Scream 3 dragged that meta stuff down into the ground so hard. Yeah. Um, And it was redeemed with Scream 4 just because that became the meta commentary, like, Stab became meta with Scream and Scream. And, like, that's still kind of, like, I don't know. I don't know. But also another, like, very minor thing that I noticed that I picked up on is that, I'd, and I don't know what significance this is or anything, but I thought it was interesting that they refer to the, they they there are a couple of times in the trailer where they're like, oh, there have been this many attacks. This is this has been an, there's been this attack. It feels different. This is an attack, and I'm like, that's that's weird because that's that's weird terminology for that. I don't know, but yeah, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. But like I said, they've said that the trailer is intentionally misleading, and also kind of probably my final thought about it until we do, like, commentaries galore and everything. Uh, that shot of the shadow of Ghostface on the wall. Yeah. I'm I'm getting chills. Like, I'm yeah, like...
1: Yeah, I'm gonna watch it again yeah. before bed now oh, that yeah. you mention it.
0: It's just like that... Like that... <laughs> oh, it's just... I'm like... I can't, that, that alone, I'm like, I can't wait. And then, yeah. So. It's
1: awesome. Mm-hmm. Scream is is i mean it's obviously so important to both of us yeah uh and and really listeners i i've i i do not want to like pitch patreon too much right. but we are going to have a blast with these commentaries Oh, so absolutely if, if you please, really want to see pitch us
0: patreon as much as you
1: want <laughs> <laughs> if if you want to see us geek out mm-hmm. to a level uh uh that you you might not uh uh, have believed that we could go yeah uh, uh check out check out those commentaries uh coming soon oh yeah anyway um what was i gonna say what scream does for me in a way that a lot of other of my favorite movies don't is like i'll watch a movie hoping to uh, like, conjure that feeling that mm-hmm. it gave me the first time, and so many of my favorites don't, and I like yeah. have to appreciate them in a different way. Like, you know, I watched uh, Pulp Fiction mm-hmm. a, a month ago, six weeks ago, so uh, September 24th, no, nice, and it's great. I mean, it's a five star movie and everything, but it didn't like it didn't punch that nostalgia. I didn't, oh, interesting, uh, you know, I didn't tingle mm-hmm. uh, watching it like I have, but. Scream still makes me tingle. Like mm-hmm. the scenes that I want to work work, and so when you mention, you know, the sh- the shadow of Ghostface, yeah. you know, their it his whatever mm-hmm. hands of his head, it's like that feels like a like a tingles moment.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> this is a deep cut. It uh, it it feels like a teaching Mrs. Tingle moment. Um, Oh, jeez. Because Kevin Williamson wrote Teaching Mrs. Tingle.
1: Fair Um, enough. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But yeah, Uh, which I think I saw when I was a kid, but did not. I've not seen it ever since. Yeah. I never saw it. Yeah. Um, Shall we begin our Shocktober potpourri? Um, Let's do it. This is why we're here, man. Yes. How are you on time? Because we had an agreed
1: time. No, I'm good. Yeah. Let's go for... You can edit this out, but Mm -hmm. we can... Let's see where we're at in 30 minutes if like we okay. feel like what we've meant to That's say uh, and then if we need to go hmm. to, till till 9:30 we'll be all right. Okay. will
0: be all right. I was also going to yeah. suggest if the time crunch is a time crunch we could also like set aside some time when you have time in the next few days or whatever to do like maybe a one-on-one like dune thing if you have if you want to talk about dune or anything or anything that we missed. It's
1: possible mm-hmm. I, um I probably, like, I won't be free until, like, next week. And by then, I gotcha. feel like it'll, it won't be fresh anymore.
0: Right. Okay. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> okay. So, we are going to commence with our Shocktober wrap-up episode. Shocktober potpourri. Shock- Let's do it.
1: shocktober
0: Yes. Peacocktober? Oh, God. which I use which is a thing yeah yeah funny funny pro tip for those who have peacock and do not want to upgrade to the uh ad free version of it and don't mind watching peacock on a web browser apparently I've found this to be true if you load up google chrome if you have an ad blocker like on chrome Uh, At least the one that I have, like, if you load up Peacock, it'll like it'll when you load up a show, it'll like pop up and say, like, please disable your disable your ad blocker so that you can enjoy Peacock content the way it's meant to be or whatever. And then that's all with commercials. Yeah. And then, like, all you have to do is click dismiss and it does not do any ads weird at all. That's (laughs) So that's awesome. Yeah. So I'm like sitting there just rewatching The Office um, (laughs) like it was on uh netflix but yeah that's awesome so pro tip for anyone there but so mike we have here sharktober we go way back with sharktober um Mm -hmm. and everything what uh let's kind of do an overview how was your sharktober 2021
1: uh successful so not through the roof um not an all-timer by any means but um So last year, I wanted to go all out, Mm -hmm. uh, uh, really the last two years. So 2019 and 2020, uh, I wanted to like watch nothing but my favorite horror movies, Uh, you know, pick from my top 100 so that I wasn't watching garbage horror movies. Sure. Um, And last year I watched, you know, close to 50. The year before that, it was like 43 or something like that. So Mm -hmm. a lot um i'm coming into this year uh you know out of quarantine Mm -hmm. um we had a you know a camping trip planned over the halloween weekend so i knew we had a couple things to do i wanted to make sure that my goal wasn't to watch one every single day nice uh, but i still wanted to watch a total of 31 okay I, i gotcha you know i you know part of the the Shocktober plan is making sure I like mortgage that time with my mm-hmm. wife and the kids and right. um you know they're a little older now so you know we try to plan stuff to do with them Sure. Um, in the past like we would go camping and I would watch a horror movie on my iPad oh, and wow. it was like I would either have to sneak away for two hours mm-hmm. in the middle of the day or like stay up later than everybody in the uh, camera yeah. watching it and it's hmm. just not it's not ideal camping and it's not ideal movie sure. watching. So my goal was to watch 31 in the span of a month. And I hit 31 nice. on Halloween night. So it Very was, nice. it was what I wanted. Yeah. There was no, there was rarely any give or take. Mm-hmm. Um, I watched the iron giant on the ninth, which is like the only oh, non terrifying movie yeah right (laughs) well yeah we watched it with the kids they loved Mm, it nice um and so 32 movies total in that month um excuse me 31 total movies 32 viewings one of which was the iron giant and one of which was a a second viewing of halloween kills nice which, which i counted both of those viewings as two you know, two separate October sure. experiences. So, sure. Uh, I, I guess I only took in thirty movies, but thirty-one uh, uh, viewings gotcha. if, if you count Halloween Kills twice. So, yeah. successful. Um, not not surprising. I didn't break any records or surprise myself but sure uh, i had a goal and i hit that goal so i feel very good about that
0: that's awesome i'm what uh, about you i'm very proud of you mike um thanks man i so i didn't i don't have the numbers but i do have my diary uh uh, in front of me on letterboxd letterboxd.com slash obsessive viewer so i watched in terms of shocktober viewings which i discount as horror movies obviously in the month of october with one in november just because i'm gonna cheat but i've got one two. well hey if we're cheating <laughs> i mean 13 I think, unless I miscounted okay. 13, which isn't bad for me. Not bad, especially since yeah. this is like the first time in a while that I've actually like made some kind of effort.
1: Uh, we didn't even do this episode last year.
0: Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, maybe exactly. not even the year before, honestly.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah. So, I, don't, I don't know that we did. Yeah. But I will
0: say that <laughs> um, uh, it was kind of rough the last the last fi- honestly, the last five were or, were they bad? Rough. Yeah, I could not connect to them really at all. Um, so which
1: five? Give me give me give me your last five.
0: Okay, we've got in chronological order from when I saw them, um, which I was also thinking of throwing an Audible and like trying to transition this episode into a review of antlers and maybe Halloween kills and then doing potpourri for the rest of it, but we don't need to do that. We're deep. We're we're we're, we're in it. Committed. Now. Yeah. yeah. But the last five uh, I watched Last Night in Soho. Then I watched, which, which, uh, I'll spoil it. I gave three stars out of five. Okay. But it was like a somewhat reluctant, like it was three stars, but no like heart. I didn't like the movie, but I respected s- certain aspects of it. Sure, sure. So, Last Night in Soho. And then, that was on It's like that... exactly
1: how I feel about Baby Driver. Oh, yeah. I it's was like every to... Edgar Wright movie.
0: Yeah, every Edgar Wright movie after- you know, well, after the Cornetto trilogy, even during the Cornet, like after Hot Fuzz, yeah, because yeah. I have not, I have not rewatched The World's End since me, you, and Tiny recorded a review of it in 2013. Um, no, yeah. So me yeah, neither. yeah. So anyway, last night in Soho, that was on October 30th. So October 31st, I was like, okay, I've got, I've got the, I've got Monday off and halloween is on sunday i'm gonna order pizza i'm gonna just watch horror movies and everything
1: i love it yeah
0: well i only got three movies watched <laughs>
1: um hey man
0: yeah it's it's, it's fine
1: more but than the, a lot of people watched yeah. it's more than i watched on halloween nice but those three movies <laughs> were
0: uh paranormal activity the marked ones which i had not seen oh yeah yeah and then i pa- would
1: have told you not to watch that i
0: honestly i man i I rated that one and a half stars, and then I followed that up with of course paranormal activity, the ghost dimension again one and a half stars um and then to round out Halloween, I gave two stars to paranormal activity next of kin <laughs> and Ugh. i honestly i'm I'm done with that franchise i don't I, like yeah i i can't. sorry it took you so long i know well that's the thing like the marked ones came out in 2014 and like that's when i was like invested in the franchise and then i just never got around to it and like that's when you know found footage fatigue was setting in and everything but like going back to it and only watching these three i did not watch any of the rest or anything um I had this idea that, oh, I'll do commentary tracks for all of them in the lead up to Next of Kin.
1: No. Yeah. And is I'll Next just, of Kin number six?
0: Seven. It's number seven. Yep. Oh, my. We've got Paranormal Activity one through four, and then the marked ones, Ghost Dimension, and then uh, hey, Next of Kin. Yep. And then we have eight coming out next year, I guess. No. Um, which, no. I don't know if this is official or not, but the plot summary on... IMDB says like we'll finally know the truth about Toby and the demon and everything and I'm like what like there's that's what I kind of came and I guess I'm gonna transition into talking about these movies real quick sure but that's what I kind of got that's what I kind of realized about these movies is that I I still love the first Paranormal Activity and I love that specifically because. It tells this interesting story that's terrifying like it it captures this idea of like what happens when you're asleep like it is when it's the same reason why Nightmare on Elm Street is so interesting to me because it is being attacked by a by horror and death and everything when you are literally at the most vulnerable state you can ever be in. Uh-huh. And like I love that idea and that concept, especially in Paranormal Activity, where you're seeing it happen. You're uh-huh. seeing this this thing in real in the real world happen to these people. But the most important thing that I find about Paranormal Activity one is the way that it just completely feels like it, it's probably not this deep, but to me, it's like this very interesting deconstruction of this relationship between between Mika and Katie. And like there are like little things here and there, like she feel like it's cause he's he's a skeptic and she believes that, you know, she's haunted and everything. And like there are little things here and there that are like subtleties that I don't think maybe I'm projecting onto it. But like there's a moment where she uh when she's talking to the to the um uh to the psychic that they that they bring in and she's like she said like she starts to say like say like uh oh yeah when this happened i was just like oh my god and then she immediately says like oh my gosh and it's just like this like very very thin thing of like oh she has like this faith or something or she has this she's that's communicating that she's taking it seriously and mika not taking it seriously being kind of an ass throughout the entire movie
1: yeah is right, what's causing yeah. this
0: rift and i just Interesting. love that yeah and then what every single sequel to this movie does is just concentrates on the paranormal activity and does like, like enriching the lore and the mythology. And I'm like, I don't care about this. Give me interesting characters. Uh Yeah. Uh Yeah. And then (laughs) what I, what I found just hilarious about the marked ones is that it doesn't even understand what is good about the movies because there is not a single, there is not a single like night one activity. Thing like not like they do not do anything with like people sleeping or anything. <laughs> oh, weird. Yeah, and in the marked ones, I'm like, that's like there's a little bit of like there's a line of dialogue was like, yeah, you're walking around at night, and then it's just like, okay, that's it, that's all we get. I'm like, that's the weird. scariest part of the movies, but yeah,
1: so highly recommend those. So some of my <laughs> favorites were <laughs> yes. Oh, I will say next of kin. Well, that was a wasted night, it, man. That sucks. And like a next waste of Halloween. Yeah.
0: Next of kin is kind of interesting and it's like, it's very loose in terms of, in terms of found footage. Like it's, it's, it, it, it skirts that line. Cause like they have like drones and they do like, it's, it's, it's a mockumentary almost, um, which is kind of nice. interesting. Yeah. But also I'm just like, I can't, I, I don't give a shit about any of these characters. I don't care about anything going on and it's just, it's, it was a drag. Mm. So yeah. So what did you think of your Shocktober?
1: <laughs> yeah. Well. So let me. I'll. Um. I'll just kind of start, and I kind of want to go through each one and just nice. just touch upon them. Oh yeah. And when we get to ten or whatever, we can kind of
0: switch uh, off. Take or... a break.
1: So. Oh yeah. In September, I saw Malignant, which you guys already mm-hmm. reviewed. Yeah. I liked it very much. Yes. Um, yes. James Wan is so he just continues to be the master. Mm-hmm and you know he'll he'll reinvent a genre and then mm. he'll watch everybody imitate it and then he'll you know he'll be doing the genre will be doing something with its left hand and he'll be over here saying look at look at my right hand yep. he's so good at that and just the you know his version of a jalo, like mm-hmm. the you know the opening bit of it i was like is this movie stupid or does he know exactly <laughs> what he's doing yeah and by about 15 minutes i was like oh he knows exactly what he's doing yep I, yeah. the style of that god damn i just it's great yeah yeah i'm that's one i'm very excited to watch again Mm. i need to
0: i will say if it is it's gonna come to hbo max again i would assume i would assume
1: i think so yeah
0: so i mean i'm just throwing this out i know we've got a lot on our plates and everything but i mean (laughs) a commentary track would be fun
1: (laughs) add it to the list nice nice uh i saw an anniversary showing of carrie uh and then on october 1st Amanda wanted to watch one together, like we wanted to kick it off together. So we watched Aww. It 2017. Nice. Which is just still so great. Mm-hmm. Uh and then number two, uh, or on October 2nd, I watched Saint Maud, which uh yes. was one of the three uh I I kind of recommended like as my best ones. Nice. Uh, so I'll focus on Saint Maud for a second. Mm-hmm. Um it's a, you know, kind of one of these plodding, uh it's an A24 picture. Mm-hmm. I, I like i think you know what that means if yeah you know people know what that means oh, yeah. um very very anxiety inducing it was one i think i remember seeing the trailer for it like two years ago before covid right and it was finally released on demand and then hulu recently um and it's great and just um, I don't want to spoil too much. Okay. Man, I want to say so much, but I really feel <laughs> like going in as blind as possible helps. Uh and I'll just say um so she is like a nurse, she's like a caretaker who who's also extremely devout uh and she goes and she takes on a job of a woman who is not devout uh and then it, you know, St. Maud um Gosh, how do I say without spoiling St. Maud <laughs> M- Maud might not be like who he thinks she is, okay uh, but she's definitely um an intriguing character uh, nice. and just her her journey and and i'll and I'll say descent mm-hmm. uh, was fascinating and terrifying and it was awesome, very cool, uh, yeah, it was really cool and then uh on the third of October, I watched Annihilation nice right yeah yeah which is alex garland's uh um natalie portman Mm -hmm. continued to like it i think it was only the second time i've seen it since theaters oh interesting Um, loved it. it's a trippy
0: movie yeah
1: it is and then on the fourth i watched three movies that day Uh, i had the day off of work i watched uh, a really cute like romantic comedy horror called spontaneous i Man,
0: I've I've been wanting to see that and I know see, it's all like in like now. Yeah. It seems yeah. like it's right up my alley.
1: Yeah. It really really is. You'll enjoy it quite a bit and nice. I and I don't think you have to like restrict it to Shucktober. Gotcha. Then I saw a kind of a okay, not very great movie called Alone, uh and then I watched a 2018 slasher called Open 24 Hours. And I I started to get a little fatigued, like three at the end, you know, number three at the end of the day, and it's like the fourth day, I'm like, am I going to see a lot of turds? Mm -hmm. And then on October 5th, I watched a movie called Slacks, and I just hated it so much. Uh, I hated it. Yeah, it broke up. Slacks. Slacks, okay. Slacks, two X's at the end. It's about a possessed, murderous pair of blue jeans. Oh,
0: no. Okay. So bad
1: so bad i I, like i don't even want to go into what i didn't like about it it's not worth it sure uh and then on the sixth i watched uh the netflix original adaptation of a young adult horror novel called there's someone inside your house Uh, and i think there's an audience for it but i remember my main review was i'm too old for this shit
0: oh wow that's a bummer it's
1: just not yeah i I was Hmm. too old okay uh and then i saw an anniversary uh 30th anniversary of the evil dead in theaters oh, cool. on October 7th. On October 8th, we uh watched and did a commentary on Halloween 2018. Yes. Uh and then I on the 9th watched the Iron Giant with the kids. And then mm-hmm. on the 10th, uh Amanda and I watched kind of a weird, trippy, um more psychological than in your face horror movie called Come True. Uh, come... which was actually come true come true okay like, not like dreams come true okay gotcha yeah yeah and it was good it's 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 a hard one to recommend and i enjoyed it um enough but it was just a strange movie so okay. that's my first 10 days do wow. you want to do you want to talk about kind of one of your favorites
0: yes uh do you want me to confine it to those first 10 days No,
1: it can be whatever. Okay, good, because, yeah, all
0: I saw in those first 10 days were Halloween, Halloween 2, Halloween Halloween H2O, and then Dune (laughs) in the last duel, and Halloween Kills. Um, Yeah. So, uh, yeah, and those were all good. Check out Patreon and everything. But I'll I'll say this. Okay. Um, So, (laughs) um, uh, I watched the 2001 movie 13 Ghosts. Uh-huh. Um, at the recommendation of a friend from work So shout out to uh-huh. my friend from work, hi Jess Who made an appearance on the Halloween Kills Commentary track on Patreon Actually um, Earmuffs To Jess, but 13 Ghosts Was not to my liking all that much Oh really? Yeah. I kind of liked it Really? It, it was yeah. really, It was fun I, I, I did love seeing Matthew Lillard just I don't want to say hamming it up, but like having just the most fun he's ever had in a movie. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah.
0: Um, So that is good. And as, as a hardcore fan of the 90s sitcom Wings, I love seeing Tony Shalhoub, you know, of in course. a starring role, having not watched Monk. But um, other than that, like it's very much an early 2000s, like ghost story, supernatural horror movie. Um, I, there were some nice homages to like the shining and everything, but it was very much like a, look at what we can do with visual effects and look how much they look Look at what we can almost do. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And so that kind of, you know, turned me away from it and everything, but I thought it was, I thought it was solid. I I thought it was solid. Um, but just, uh, yeah, it was solid, a little cheesy, but you know, um, yeah. So
1: yeah. Well. (laughs) <laughs> worth watching i think yeah I, I think. uh so on the 11th i watched uh again the netflix streaming till death with megan fox okay uh it was interesting mm-hmm. it was fine Did you ever uh, the see Gerald's my sorry yeah i liked it a lot okay yeah much does... better than till death i figured yeah okay Significantly better. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Uh the twelfth, I didn't watch anything because it's my my wife's anniversary. Mm-hmm. Uh the thirteenth, I watched The Wolf of Snow Hollow, which was surprisingly oh, yeah. good. I like that a lot. Okay. That's a
0: gym. Uh, on the
1: 14th. Movie? Sorry. I think so. Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh on the 14th, I watched Halloween Kills. And I'll and I'll save that. We'll we'll kind of do a mini review of that here nice. in a little bit. Yep. Uh and then fifteen, I watched Eden Lake. Uh, which was okay. Okay. Um, but it, like I streamed it on Hoopla, and the stream mm. wasn't very good. Ah, so, pa- like I wasn't fully plugged into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the seventeenth, I watched uh the Sacrament, which is a Ty West movie. Oh, yeah, uh, and I really love his House of the Devil. I did yeah. not love the Sacrament. Ah dang. And then I know, yeah, yeah. yeah. On the eighteenth, I watched another triple feature i started out with hunter hunter mm-hmm. which is another one of my favorites from this year nice so Devin sawa mm-hmm. uh of casper of and wild yes. america fame uh and plays like this me
0: on twitter on tower junkies he's a stephen king fan oh so. does he really yeah,
1: i have no idea
0: if he listens to tower junkies i would not expect him to but he does follow yeah. me on tower junkies
1: well that's cool that's yeah. cool um yeah, so he plays like a father of a family who just uh, like refuses to be modern and like lives in the woods and hunts for their food. Okay. Uh, and there's a wolf uh, attacking them and he goes to find the wolf. Uh, but then there's other uh, crazy things. Happen. Nice. It's really, really good. The ending was like totally unexpected. Sweet. And let me
0: stop you right here because this is now you're in another triple feature on this day in your timeline and everything. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah.
0: Where were you mentally in this thing? Like going into this, did you think like I'm going to do another triple feature or was it like a like okay, I got to I got to bump up those numbers?
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you for asking that question. Mm. Um this was a planned triple feature day. Okay. Um they were both planned, so regardless of where I was mentally and emotionally, I knew that I was going to watch triple features on both of those days the 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 fourth and the 18th um the 18th was fall break
0: and both of
1: my boys were in school so i literally had the house to myself all day a free day off of work i like i didn't even have to take a day it was just off um nice and that you know you you bring up an interesting point uh where was i mentally um pretty low i mean like eden lake was rough the sacrament Mm -hmm. was rough i mean i loved halloween kills which we'll talk about but that was like thursday so friday wasn't great saturday i didn't watch anything sunday was a bad movie dang and i was like i need something good Mm -hmm. luckily hunter hunter and i watched it in the morning like 8 30 in the morning oh wow was yeah but i watched it in the basement it's all dark in there oh yeah gotcha uh is that streaming anywhere really it is on. Yes, it is, and I watched it on Hulu.
0: Nice. Okay.
1: Yeah, check it out. It's it'll it'll surprise you. Okay. Uh, and then I watched 1997's Event Horizon. Okay. Which was really surprisingly good. Have, was that your uh, first time seeing it? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I've never seen it before. I've seen mm-hmm. it like
0: once or twice. Another like, look at what we can almost do in the early 2000s and visual yeah. effects. Very
1: 1997. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: Oh yeah, 97, yeah, even longer. 97,
1: yeah. <laughs> uh, and then the third one that day was a classic horror story on Netflix, and it's Polish, okay. and it really thinks it's more clever than it actually is. Uh, and So it just wasn't great. And then on the 19th, I watched VHS 94.
0: Yes, the new one on Shudder. Yeah, which yeah. was
1: yeah on Shudder, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which is a mixed bag, as yeah. all of those VHS 94s are. I like think two of them were pretty good. The frame okay. story was just abysmal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just really, really terrible, terrible, terrible Ugh. yeah
0: v h s viral kind of soured me on that. that was a bad one yeah. yeah, i I desperately want to love that franchise. I want that franchise to be good, but it's not. Um,
1: no <laughs> like no, it's not, yeah, I love the idea, and mm-hmm. you know a few, especially in one and two. Mm-hmm. a couple of the segments are really good oh yeah but it's just diminishing returns i yep. think well n- n- not necessarily because vhs 94 is better than nice <laughs> viral mm-hmm. uh and then so on the 20th it's not that i was feeling fatigue it's hard to explain i didn't feel good about my plan coming okay. into this October. you know I, in 2019 i watched the first 40 of my favorites. Mm-hmm. And then in 2020, I watched the next 40. So it's like, did I really want to spend another year watching favorites? I think my thinking was mm. because in most of 2021. I hadn't been watching as many movies. Oh yeah. This year, because I went so crazy in 2020, that I had missed a lot of 2020 and 2021 horror movies. Okay. So like my goal was a mixture of favorites, a mixture of 2020, and a mixture of 2020. So I just I I started to feel on about the 20th, like aimless, like rudderless. Oh that I that I like my plan wasn't very good. And I wasn't checking anything significant off a list, and it was kind of okay. bumming me out. So yeah. I was like, "What? What will? What will be the most enjoyable experience?" Mm-hmm. And I listened to a review of Halloween Kills, and I was just reading about Halloween Kills, and I was like, yeah. "Screw it! I'm going to subscribe to Peacock for a couple months and just watch <laughs> Halloween Kills." Nice. So that that brings me up to day twenty, which is another set of ten. Uh, so uh, Halloween oh, yeah. Kills. So I watched it for the second time. So okay. we can talk about that if you want.
0: Gotcha. Yes. Um. Let me actually, because I've got three that I want to talk about. Sure. So if you want to do, I'll do one, I'll do two of those. And then you can do your, your last 10 or 11 days. Okay. And then, sure. then we can talk about antlers and then Halloween kills to wrap up. Okay. Okay. Uh, These will be brief, but one I mentioned before last night in Soho. Have you seen that? Did you see that? yet
1: no not yet okay
0: so i will say it's it's about a it's about a woman who um joins a uh fashion school in london who she has some baggage baggage associated with her and she uh sees basically she enters this dream world of the 60s london uh 60s soho of this and she sees this beautiful like actress or singer and just as the movie unfolds these visions and these things that she's kind of like using as a tether to like who she wants to be she's realizing the very dark and and disturbing and horrific truth to that underworld and everything uh-huh. so having said that the visual aspect of it the way that edgar wright can make can communicate his vision is very appealing. It is very gorgeous, it's very unique, very interesting. But the story surrounding it, I it's nothing. Like it's 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 very very pat and very I am not going to say predictable or anything, but when it, it it introduces these ideas and what I thought were themes about it and then just kind of cast them aside for a more procedural kind of thing. And it just, it, it didn't connect with me um, mm. really at all. And it was just kind of a bummer. So like, it's, it's the type of story that I I should have, it should have gotten my, ho- get it, gotten its hooks in me and everything. But then when you reach the end of it, it's like, okay, well, what is the significance of that? Why, how did this tie to that? I was like trying to make concessions for it. Like, Interesting. Like, yeah. So it was kind yeah. of a bummer, but yeah, that was a bummer. Yeah. But yeah, uh, that's last night in Soho. And then the other one I want to mention is actually um, a recommendation from one of our listeners biz. She, uh, she mentioned that she had just watched host. Um, from oh yeah. 2020. Yeah. Right. And uh, she had, she had, uh, uh, she, she, I think she said she liked it. So that was fresh in my mind. And I had, I had shutter because of Sharktober. Um And so I watched host and what did you think of it? Cause I know you've,
1: seen it have you i did yeah i saw it like the weekend it came out um i need to see it again Mm -hmm. because i I didn't want to be contrarian but i remember it not working for me and like the same way it seemed to work for everybody yeah a lot of
0: people loved it and for me i i can kind of get that but also i for whatever reason i forgot or didn't realize that it was a lockdown movie
1: <laughs> mm, yeah. and
0: I had this, this interesting experience where I'm watching this movie. It's for those who don't know host is like this screen life, I guess, or screen live movie is the term now Yeah, uh, found footage yeah. 2.0 um, <laughs> that it's a group of people that are in lockdown and they are trying to do a virtual seance through zoom. And so that's basically the concept and that is, that log line for it is pretty unique. It's interesting and everything, but also it's like uh the lockdown aspect of it just like didn't like it I, it was a little too fresh in my mind to to watch a lockdown movie. But mm. also but uh, aside from that, like there was nothing very interesting to me about this movie. <laughs> um there were some interesting things about it, like some some interesting kind of scares, I guess, but it also is just a victim of, of, you know, that, Oh, it's a false scare. Oh, okay. now now we've got you and everything like that. It's just, it, it just really kind of seemed a little by, by the numbers, I guess.
1: Well, it was short, which is a feather in its cap. Yeah. Like 52 Um, minutes or something. Yeah. Uh, so I liked that, but yeah, I kind of felt the same. I was like, yeah, there were a few moments of genuine scares. Mm -hmm. Uh, but not overall impressed. I I remember yeah. thinking like, what, what's the big deal? Like it was right. fine, but people, I, it was just of the moment. I mean, yeah. everybody, it was like having an opinion on it was yeah. like a a thing. So right. Whatever. That's yeah. fine. If people like it, that's great.
0: Yeah, totally. I just, I felt like it didn't really have much to say. Like the most interesting thing about it was the closing credits. I thought that that was just very unique the way that they did it. Um, mm. Which I, yeah. I guess I can spoil it. <laughs> the closing credits are literally like it's it's a Zoom call, and the call ends, and the closing credits are just listing the participants on the call, and it's like, like the names and like the roles and everything. It's like that's that's clever, that's cute. I that like is that. Cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, but uh, but I liked it. Uh, I I gave it three stars. I'll say that. Sure. Um, yeah, Mike. First, before we begin with your last mm. ten or whatever. Just mm. uh, this is actually going to be kind of a break. Uh, are you good on time?
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm good. Yeah, let's okay. let's finish it. Let's go till nine thirty. Okay, right on. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yep. So you now have days twenty one to thirty one. Bring us bring us in. Tell us bring it home. Bring it home. Like tell us what you felt, what you watched, and and how it affected you
1: yeah for sure so i, I was on pace I, I i was i think ahead of pace a little bit actually uh except that i knew that i would not watch a movie on the 30th or the 29th mm-hmm. uh because we were going camping so uh, okay. I, had, I had to stay one ahead and then find a, and, and squeeze one in so anyway mm-hmm. on the 21st i saw lamb which is a 24 uh right. and i'm this is basically my review off Letterbox. I'm <laughs> super liberal about what I'm willing to call horror. Okay, you know I, I, I'm loose with that. If you feel like it's a little spooky, then it's horror. This really, really strains that horror credibility. Interesting. It is not. It, it was not a horror movie. It wow. was a weird, quirky folklore mm-hmm. thing that I wish had more to say. But it is a. Cute-ish, eerie family drama Slash folklore fantasy And then there's kind of a twisty ending But it is okay. not scary And I'm not saying that in like a manly, you know, hubris, bravado yeah. It's not even scary It's not even scary It's not, scary. Wow. It's not a horror movie It is not a horror Do not watch Lamb expecting to be like scared or put off, or unsettled, or anxious, or anything. Okay. Weird with, movie. So,
0: with it not being technically horror or anything, as a movie, as folklore and everything, is all that, would you say that it was bad?
1: What is my review? <laughs> hold on, hold on. What did I say? I said, uh, I'm not saying it's bad, but I wouldn't <laughs> ever watch it again.
0: I love it. I love it yeah, so much. Yeah, it, that's
1: in the review. Yep. <laughs> I will. Didn't ever nice. watch it again. Yeah. Oh,
0: I love it. <laughs> okay. It was bad, though. It was yeah. bad. That's I, a bummer. I
1: disliked it. Yeah, it was a waste of time. Yeah. Uh, then I watched the uh, the the Gillian Jacobs uh, star come play from 2020. <laughs> I,
0: yeah, yeah. So an anecdote about a podcast. I, it, Comedy Bang Bang. Gillian Jacobs does a lot of guest spots on it, and sure. she did a guest spot when that movie came out, and, like, her and Scott Ackerman have a rapport and everything, and, like, he kept referring to it throughout the episode uh, whenever she was promoting it, because the structure of it is, like, the beginning of it. They do the promotion and everything, and then they do the wacky alternative comedy improv stuff, but, like, throughout that, he kept referring to it as play um... <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: and the reason i bring that up is because then on the year like the um uh, the best of clips show at the end of the year he kind of said like yeah uh like the publicist for the movie was on the call there <laughs> that whole time <laughs> and i guess like she didn't understand like what the show was and like so just like that's amazing but anyway come play <laughs> that's really funny
1: yeah so come play uh also not the worst ever, but not good. Okay. Uh, and then I saw Kevin Bacon in You Should Have Left. Also not great. Again, okay. I just just like checking things off my 2020 list. Gotcha. And then on the 24th, I watched H2O. Oh, uh, nice. Which he kind of texted about. Yeah. And it was fine, but it didn't mm-hmm. work for me the way it has in the past. Uh-huh. And I think I'm so... Um, um, pleased with the the tone of and execution of mm-hmm. 2018 and kills yeah that I, I think h2o as much as i love it and as you know nostalgic as i am for it it's an inferior movie i yeah. think to, to those movies it's
0: like we and we talked it out and everything but it is very much a project project of its time yeah, and that's kind of I wrestled with, that, with the commentary track and everything. um, which I kind of recommend checking out the commentary track, Mike, if you want to listen to sure. that one in
1: particular. Yeah. um like I... it's both it's both mm-hmm. nostalgic in a good way, obviously, yeah, uh, because it's of its time, but also a bit of a detriment that it that it's so stuck in its time. Oh,
0: yeah, oh yeah and like i was so cuz i was pretty steeped in like watching the other halloween movies and everything for patreon and in preparation for kills and watching kills um did i watch kills before that h2o um i don't think i did no i watched no i watched h2o before h2o before kills but anyway like in preparation for kills and everything so i had like the structure i had the i had like the mythology of halloween in my head and like watching h2o like right off the bat i'm like oh yeah this this is in california okay right, like that yeah. i'm
1: like it, it doesn't even feel like yeah. had oh yeah michael is absent from the movie for like mm-hmm. 30 minutes in the middle
0: yeah and for it's... all of people's claims that like it oh it doesn't make sense in halloween 2018 why he goes after Lori,
1: which we discussed in
0: the commentary Which, again
1: is not a doesn't. thing <laughs> yeah. yeah
0: but like also h2o was like
1: pleased were you watching halloween kills when they name that check they that? highlighted that yes. oh my god I, I was so like i fist bumped in yeah. the thing part of part of me was like part of me was excited obviously because we were right right but then part of me was like they're being a little didactic like mm. they are they are telling the audience who didn't get that yeah. in the first movie you guys didn't get that
0: oh yeah so Just, that was awesome it was it was great i had that i had awesome. such a grin on my face when when that line happened
1: yeah did you think of me i did oh i did oh i love it i love it, um, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> so but, h2o yeah. anyway yeah, uh, let's well, Let's let's get back to that yes, uh, the yes. 25th i watched the platform uh, okay. which I really liked a lot. That nice. that one that was really good. Uh and then I watched 2020, Nobody Sleeps in the Woods Tonight. Really terrible. Okay. And then I watched a movie. Students, if you're listening, close your ears for just a second. It's a mm-hmm. movie called Porno. <gasps> uh oh. and it's not it's like a horror comedy slash okay. porno. Sexy whatever. <laughs> and it's not good at either uh, any of those three elements really bad really shockingly bad Mm -hmm. Uh, and then on the 28th i saw antlers okay uh, yeah on the big screen and and, and i would like to talk about it but i feel like we're running out of time yeah um i liked it i feel (laughs) i feel like the atmosphere was interesting the creature was cool the Mm -hmm. scary ish moments were interesting but um they tried to like have their cake and eat it too with all Mm -hmm. the different themes. Like there were four different themes and none of them were all that strong. Yeah. Uh, And I feel like a movie about native American folklore, like there should be a little more indigenous characters and characterization in the movie. And there's just none of it. Like the one native American character, his entire monologue is in the trailer. Like that's it. That's all you see. Mm-hmm. So that was a little disappointing. I liked it. I, yeah. I enjoyed myself, but it was kind of disappointing.
0: Yeah. I um, just to touch on antlers real quick. I'll just read sure, my, sure, my sure. thing. I, I saw it in the theater yesterday and this was a movie that like I saw the trailer for a year ago and I was like, this looks cool. And I like, uh, what is it? Scott Cooper. Mm-hmm. Um, I, like, I feel like I, I and Tiny are like two of the only people I know of that like really liked uh, whatever that movie was with Christian Bale that he did. but. Um, antlers. Like I was watching, I was oh, like the furnace.
1: Uh, yeah, the furnace. out of the furnace. Yeah. yeah, out of the furnace. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, but my Letterbox review for Antlers was: there's some impressive creature work in Antlers, that's for sure. However, everything else is pretty disappointing. Character yeah. backstories and trauma are not detailed enough to be a strong character study. For the movie to be a strong character study, it's not subtle enough to be a metaphor for surviving abuse or trauma. And it's too dull to be an intriguing procedural. It's just kind of dumb yeah. all around. <laughs> um, and yeah. I didn't even I didn't even touch on the Native American folklore stuff of it because it is so scant in it. It is so yeah,
1: nothing yeah. on a on a on a myth that's literally Native American myth, right? Right. The Wendigo comes like yep. if they hadn't. They, they literally say the word Wendigo in the movie, mm-hmm. so it's not like it's vaguely right. reminiscent of yeah. Wendigo folklore. It's literally that, mm-hmm. and they did nothing to touch on that culture. Nope. I, I, yeah. um, you know, I wasn't I wasn't so harsh to say that it was dumb because mm-hmm. um, I was entertained, but sure disappointed. I, my hopes were pretty high, mm-hmm. uh, and so many balls were dropped.
0: Yeah. Yep.
1: Yeah, yeah, when you talk like the movie starts with you know when like the when the creature is angry that we've like taken from the land. Right. And then it's like okay, they're building a mine, so this is going to be about mm-hmm. pollution. But yeah. then the guy is an addict, and so it's like okay, well then it's about addiction. Mm-hmm. Oh, but then he's ab- abuses his kids and also Carrie Russell was abused, so this is yeah. about abuse. Let's see how this pays off. Right. And, no, and it, it doesn't do, yeah doesn't nothing pays off that yeah. way yeah also yeah
0: throughout the movie whenever like the titular antlers um, when the monster was shown and everything i kept thinking like i just watched midnight mass and like midnight mass is about like a creature on uh, like terrorizing people yeah. in in a much better like vastly better way
1: yeah um and so well was just the like, creature yeah. design and antlers it uh is reminiscent of the one in the movie the ritual uh which oh, is a yeah. far superior movie oh yeah so anyway i got home yeah. that night mm-hmm. i knew that the next day was like our halloween day at work mm-hmm. uh and that we were also camping so i had to double up so i watched rob zombies halloween which you poor bastard. I, I, I still, yeah. Uh, <laughs> poor fucking bastard. Yeah. yeah. And there's an R word in there somewhere. Anyway, <laughs> um, I still feel like, man, the further, the, the the more that that movie ages, Rob Zombie's Halloween, the more that it feels like three segments. There's the, the oh, early yeah. stuff. That's Rob Zombie stuff. There's the remake of the original in the middle 30. And then the last 20 minutes of the movie are new Rob Zombie stuff. And, that like my feelings about each kind of like evolve and and like it's a puzzle that I can slide. That there's an abacus about mm-hmm. how I feel about those three portions of it. And on this watch, this the redo of John Carpenter's version, the middle mm-hmm. thirty, I I really I liked a lot. I liked oh, it more than I remembered it. Yeah. Okay. But then the Rob Zombie's vision parts, I hated. Oh, I hated yeah. the first 30 minutes of it. Mm-hmm. Like I'm watching it. Like it had been a while since I watched it, trying to remember, like, I know that the last time I watched it, I didn't love it, but why didn't I love it? Right. And then I watched obviously the first 30 and I'm like, I hate this. This makes me feel <laughs> bad watching this. Yeah. And then you like the middle 30 and the last 20 are boring mm-hmm. anyway. And then the Halloween rolled around, didn't watch anything on Friday or Saturday, Halloween okay. rolled around and we watched trick or treat. Nice. Uh, which is just kind of the ultimate return Halloween to form uh, return to form. Yeah. So Halloween kills. Can you give yes. your review in, in three minutes? Yes. Okay. So Halloween
0: kills, check out my commentary track, of course, but um, <laughs> uh, it, I, so the first time I watched it, I really was um not, I felt like just really put off by the kind of mob mentality kind of subplot and everything. And I remember coming out of the movie feeling like that took up so much more time in in the plot than, I, than it really did. When I watched it for the commentary track, I was like, it's like 15 minutes of yeah. like a two hour movie or whatever, or hour 45, whatever. But I liked it more. I liked it more. I think that it's just, it's setting the stage for a really interesting conclusion with Halloween ends. And I'm just, I'm, I'm on board. I I liked it. Um, Doesn't really beat Halloween three season of the witch. (laughs) Oh, Jesus
1: Christ. (laughs) Well, so Matt and I had fun that weekend. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it was fun, but it was angry. (laughs) Therapeutic. um, Therapeutic. (laughs) Just kind of like texting each other. Retweets and pictures Mm -hmm. of. Just some of the ridiculous ridiculous hot takes yeah about Halloween kills um, over the weekend and for the record I really enjoyed it quite a bit mm-hmm. uh, it's at least in my top four of the Halloween movies at least in my top four and if I'm really bending over backwards to be as objective as possible and I'll get angry about this if you want <laughs> I'm trying to be objective Mm-hmm. It is at least a middle of the road Halloween movie, mm-hmm. and some of the people like debating if it's worse than Resurrection. I I can't. I wanted to quit the internet. Yeah, I, cu- I just was like, this is this is insufferable. It, they are yeah. insufferable. Oh yeah, arguing that that this is worse than Resurrection. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, I I absolutely. just was like, uh, yeah. If if you think this is worse than resurrection, what do you want? What could you like? I I just, I I mean, the like we revere Halloween because Mm -hmm. we've loved it forever. Um, It's a massive property now, obviously, but they're not great movies. And Halloween Kills is a pretty darn good horror movie. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Like, what the hell could you possibly want? Right. It, to yeah. rank it higher than curse of michael myers or right. halloween five which i yeah. also think is abysmal mm-hmm. right yeah like like uh, you know i will i will i don't agree that halloween three is good i still right. I, I you know i've said on this podcast that i think halloween three is a bad movie yeah it's but still if you even if you're trying to be avant-garde or contrarian mm-hmm. or whatever i'll even give you halloween three okay if you want to put that in your list i'll give you halloween mm-hmm. three as better than halloween kills i disagree with you but i'm willing to meet you at a place where i'll give you that one yeah but to suggest that this is worse than halloween five which is yeah. an, incomprehensible
0: mm-hmm.
1: that it's worse than six michael myers which is a mess mm-hmm. and worse than resurrection which is an embarrassment to the franchise yeah i
0: it's one of those it's things unfathomable yeah anyone anyone saying that it's worse than resurrections either hasn't seen resurrections in a while or uh i don't want to say it i is someone i can't i I don't know that I could take them seriously. I just yeah. genuinely can't cuz I know. Resurrections, it, and everyone's entitled to their own opinion and everything, obviously, but my kind of go-to thing with Halloween Resurrections in versus Halloween Kills is that both of those movies include or feature prominently prominently the Myers house. Only one of them uh, incorporates a very cheesy, stupid ass webcam reality show subplot, and only one of them has a woman scream and a glass bottle just shatter. Like it just yeah. like little things like that. It's just it's objectively a a bad movie. It's a bad I- cashing cashing in movie.
1: How um, can you walk yeah. out of a movie? with characters like Big John and Little John right and their whole sequence yeah, and say that's worse than Buster rhymes right oh yeah uh, come yeah. just stop just yeah. stop I, I, i'm i thought i was over it matt but yeah. i'm not i'm I, loving I, this I, so much I, <laughs> I think you guys if you're still listening to this episode i <laughs> i think you can hear the venom right. i just i feel so strongly about this yeah uh, and and these are people who have you know jobs in the horror mm-hmm. community i mean these are these are people uh, they're not higher ups but they right. like write for magazines yeah they have uh, they have podcasts that are part of networks that are and far they're... more popular than anything that i've ever done exactly <laughs> yeah i mean exactly these are people yeah. with credentials right and multiple people are are, are saying that it's it, it is potentially the worst of the franchise it's... i couldn't it's, believe it yeah it's insane I, it's it is insane yeah it's
0: indicative of the culture we're in where a, it's fandom. just yeah fandom everyone competing to have the most outrageous hottest take imaginable um yeah it's right. just it's ridiculous but right but we loved it halloween kills
1: yeah, yeah. i really enjoyed it. yeah so i guess i could talk about what i liked about oh, Halloween yeah. kills <laughs> i liked it quite a bit uh, watching it the second time um uh the scenes felt very like um like they were set pieces like mm-hmm. they would give a little story a little lorry, a little mob stuff yeah. and then they're like all right let's do a michael set piece which is i think is missing from some of the ones that are lame sure. um yeah. you know like h2o doesn't have great set pieces of Michael sprinkled right. throughout so like even if you don't love the mob stuff which i kind of did I, mm. I they're not likable people but that's the point right. like right tommy up to doyle it. is is not likable he's right. annoying and ultimately wrong and stupid i've got to say
0: yeah i've, I've got to say, yeah. say i feel very embarrassed to say this but you shared with me the 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 meme from uh from one Evil of the vacation tonight, was, Russ. yeah yeah I was uh, I, like I laughed at it I'm like oh that's really funny it I swear to you was not it was like 5 or 6 days later I was like oh
1: you know Anthony Michael Hall yeah <laughs> I sent that to a couple people and and I love you to death and no offense. <laughs> you, you know, you you gave me a good laugh. Mm-hmm. Dustin responded, and he was the only person who I was like, Dustin gets that oh, for yeah. sure. <laughs> um, but yeah, I sent it to another friend and he was like, Yeah, that's an interesting Venn diagram. And I was right. like, It it's not, it it is it's him. Yeah, I I, I really like that. Oh, I really yeah. liked that a that was, lot. It
0: was really good. It it was one of those great things where like I, I laughed at it genuinely. I thought it like, oh, that's funny just because I, oh, it's funny because it's just a a phrase and everything. Uh-huh. And then like I got like just retroactive, just good humor out of it because I was like, oh, I'm an idiot, but that's really clever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: I laughed pretty hard at that. That's good. Um, But anyway, I, I liked the set pieces. I, mm-hmm. I thought it was scary. I remember reading somebody saying like, you didn't get the halloween feeling from it like you didn't get the crisp autumn leaves at dusk and i was like it's nighttime <laughs> what are you talking about what yeah. it's literally the entire thing it takes place <laughs> in two hours at night what the hell I, oh was my so, god anyway. These people are insufferable. Yeah. So I liked oh, yeah. it. I liked the setting. Me too. Um the ending was upsetting to mm-hmm. me in a in a in a positive way, in an yeah. effective way. Um it is interesting that they barely used Jamie Lee Curtis. That yeah. that's I, I can understand being disappointed by that, but sure. I think it sets up for an intriguing uh part three. Sure. And and again, um every sequence with Michael was just fantastic. Oh, oh yeah. Such a cool like new stabbing entry points, armpit mm-hmm. stabs and eyeball yes. stabs. And, oh, yeah. Uh, and so great. Uh, Dustin texted me afterwards after he saw it for the first time. And he goes, if we were married, who would be Big John and who would be <laughs> Little John? Huh. So, I'm Little He's Big John.
0: OK, yeah. Yeah, I could see that. I could see that for you guys. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> So I love those characters so much. I, they, were I, I great. Thought they were Oh yeah, I thought they were really interesting.
0: They were great as a kind of. Am I using this word right? A, a nice salve. Uh, yeah, I don't yeah, a nice salve too. Like the kind of a little bit questionable humor of of 2018. Like I'm thinking of the like the cops in the car scene that we talked about in the yeah. commentary. Um, yeah, this was more like this was more natural in terms of like kind of counterbalancing well, the horror
1: i agree i agree mm-hmm. counterbalance the horror in, a, in an effective way but also realistic like you get mm-hmm. the sense that you know before the events of this night like little john is is funny yeah oh yeah does you know does that make mm-hmm. sense like that they're just kind of naturally funny oh yeah people it's good chemistry than yeah it's good chemistry mm-hmm. yeah. yeah yeah um yeah
0: i thought i was gonna say something else but i can't remember but um yeah anything else I I know that we're running low on time and I apologize. That's
1: yeah I I think um I I could go longer on Halloween kills but mm-hmm. uh you know we are we are running out of time and okay. that that was my shocktober. I felt nice. really good about it. Yeah. Good. I will say I'll I'll kind of
0: I'll lead us into the end of this um uh this way. Um since you watched a majority of movies that you watched for the first time mm-hmm. are any of these movies going to be in rotation for future shock where you
1: want to just rewatch mm-hmm. stuff yeah that's a great question that's a great question um the two best ones and i'm gonna throw i'll, I'll say three best ones because i'll throw malignant in there okay. even though i saw nice. it in september it, are malignant saint Maud, and hunter hunter Okay, if I'm like playing nice. around at the bottom of my top hundred,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, you need to give a movie a couple years before oh, it really yeah. cracks, you know, the top fifty or so. Oh yeah. I think I I think there's an easy way in to my top one hundred. Certainly that nice. bottom ten. Mm-hmm. Not to discredit these movies, but right, just right. to set, you know, because it's still fresh. Yeah. Um, there's an easy way in, I think, for malignant uh Saint Maud and Hunter Hunter nice. in, into that list for sure. Yeah. Very cool. I liked I liked them quite a bit. Sweet.
0: Awesome. Um yeah, the paranormal activity movies are not gonna make mine. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> I no, will say no, no. kind of a final thought on the paranormal activity movies is that I feel like in a post in a post hereditary world, like <laughs> having like like that kind of movie in terms of like demonic possession or in like like lore and history and stuff like that. That really just exposes because I, I Hereditary is like one of the most emotionally just horrific movies I've seen. Hard stop. Yeah. Yeah. Period. And
1: same to, retweet.
0: Right. <laughs> and to have that in my mind when I'm watching a Paranormal Activity movie that is by design a gimmick that is seven seven entries into just a gimmick that shies away from everything that's good about the first one. Um, I just can't like, I, I just can't abide it at all. It was like, yeah. Yeah. My final, my final, final thought on that is that watching those out of context with the whole franchise, it surprised me how much like going into the marked ones, the ghost dimension and next of kin, just how tired the found footage format felt. Cause like, that Ugh. was like the first time I'd seen a found footage movie in a while and like I was all I was already bored Um It's yeah. on
1: it's deathbed Yeah yep. for sure
0: Yep and then someone's gonna film it While it's asleep and Find that there are demons in the house <laughs> <laughs> Uh Yeah should we close out This episode of the Obsessive Viewer podcast
1: Let's do it Alright
0: right. well thank you so much Mike for it joining the, me
1: The, the, the jack-o-lantern <laughs> Nice or- Taking off the lid mm-hmm. let's let's blow out the candle
0: nice do you think halloween ends is going to open with the <sighs> jack-o'-lantern crumbling
1: chills chills yep. right here yep yeah. yeah yes
0: i do yeah they're nice. certainly
1: they're certainly going to uh mm-hmm. uh play Finish on that, that. Motif. yeah
0: i love yeah. it yeah i love it i can't yeah. wait um, all right. Well, I'm going to go ahead and play this out. Thank you guys so much for listening and for supporting us and everything. Check out Patreon for tons of content and everything. We'll be back next week with something else, I'm sure. But uh, but yeah, until then, thank you guys so much for, for listening. Mike, I love you. Thank you so much love for you too, man. joining me on this on this Odyssey through Shocktober movies. <laughs>
1: Always. <laughs> yeah. All
0: right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening, and I'll see you next time.
1: This podcast was edited and produced by Matt Hurt and presented by ObsessiveViewer.com. You can find links to all of our shows at ObsessiveViewer.com slash podcasts. For exclusive bonus content, including reviews, commentaries, and B-roll episodes, you can subscribe to our Patreon at Patreon.com slash ObsessiveViewer. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode.